Welcome to Wine and Dandy, because wine is fun, and we intend to prove it. I am Sarah King. I'm Jamie Kasky. And today's episode is about how to save money on your wedding wine. Yes, this is not only informative, but especially um, helpful to those stressed out brides. I know, and grooms, because when your bride's stressed out, the groom's stressed out. (laughs) If the bride ain't happy, it's just a different take on that. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so first of all, don't panic. I, okay, let me, let me say something else before we go there. I used to be a wedding planner slash event planner for, mm-hmm. I don't know, 10 years roughly. That's what that fell into my... And I you wor- still have every hair on your head. I know. That's amazing. There might be a lot of gray under this red. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, don't panic. What you're doing is you're planning a party. That's right. all you're doing. You're just planning a big old party with, like, your family and your friends. And yeah. people get so stressed out. I mean, how many parties have you planned? I don't know. And how often do you plan a party at your house and you're so freaked out about whether the colors match and what your linens? Never. I mean, I'm throwing those little novelty napkins on the table. Yeah, exactly. So you need to have that mindset, Get maybe. the bounty out. Nobody cares. Right. <laughs> right. Is that a free open bar? Yeah. Great. I love this wedding. That's what people exactly. are thinking. So long as you, the, the key is not to run out. Right. That, I think, is the worst thing that can happen at a wedding oh, yeah. is when anything runs out. Yeah. Except for at the end of the night, depending on how long your reception is, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a five-hour reception, you have to buy a boatload of alcohol. Most receptions are like three and a half, four hours. But if the last hour, well, first of all, you should cut your bar off half an hour before your guests leave. Oh, a good tip. Yeah. Tip number one. Yes, because you don't want your guests like down in a glass of wine and then jumping in their cars. You want to give them a little bit of time to, you know, sort things out. So cut your, turn your bars off at half an hour. Really your discretion. Maybe your last hour, but half an hour. Right. Leave the dance floor going because the end of the wedding is always when the dance floor is cut off. The music, the second right. the music ends, everybody leaves. Everybody goes, right. Yeah, so cut your bars off a little bit earlier than mm-hmm. your music. Well, I do. Another question is, and, and you hear this all the time, and I remember us asking uh, when we got married at the Carolina Inn at the reception. Ooh, fancy. It's very nice. Um, how much wine should you account for, let's say a three-hour reception, how much wine should you account for for each guest? This is the most guest. complicated part. And honestly, as a wedding planner, this would mm-hmm. be my most stressful part. This and the rentals. Mm-hmm. That's all. Oh, okay. And and the rentals is a whole nother beast. Right. Um, but math is involved in both. Indeed it is. Terrify me. Indeed it is. Well, it's, it's simple math, though. So you take the rule that I'd always go by was the number of guests. Mm-hmm. You can count on them drinking one glass of wine per hour. And that will account for those who don't drink, and that will account oh, for I those see. who drink a little extra. If you just average one drink per hour per person. Excellent. Now, it gets complicated when you don't just serve wine. If you right. have beer and you have liquor, which well, liquor's... Uh, I, here's my advice. touch that today. Well, here's my <laughs> advice with liquor. With liquor, you know... Having an open bar is dicey because people, if a free open bar with liquor, people get hammered. Mm -hmm. So, and nobody likes that look at a wedding. No, really, anywhere. No, exactly. (laughs) And you always got that one relative Mm -hmm. who, you know, drinks too much (laughs) and then says too much and then falls asleep in the cake. Nobody wants that at their wedding. So, what I suggest to to my past clients was either choose a cocktail. Oh. Nice, like a signature cocktail. A signature cocktail, maybe two, one for the bride, one for the groom. Nice. So you just have that offered. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if they want to drink extra, they'll bring a flask if they're real liquor drinkers. Right. Or after the reception, they'll go to a bar. Right. And that way it kind of keeps the tabs on it. Right. And and if you do decide you definitely want to have a liquor bar, if that's Uh just something that's not a, that has to happen. Right. You have to have a bartender. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but you'd be mm-hmm. surprised how many people are like, oh, no, my friends can serve themselves. No, 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 no bad it is idea. not a good idea. Because That's like me in a jelly bean factory. Yeah. <laughs> There's no control. It's Get true. Get it together, people. Exactly. So if you have a bartender, they can gauge whether they've been overserved and they can cut people nice. off and you have to give them that discretion. Like, right. So it gets a little more complicated. And we haven't even started about talking about permits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. so... Anyway. Okay. So, and then the other question I had to start with is are, that one glass per hour, is that also accounting for the toast? No. Okay. No. I, the toast I always treat extra, like, to the side. Okay. You get roughly six glasses mm-hmm. per box. Okay. I mean, excuse me, per glass, per <laughs> bottle. Oh. If you are serving box wine, you're going to get a lot more than that. that. You better. <laughs> no, there's roughly six glasses per bottle because you don't want to pull a pour a full pour right I, oh, yeah i usually do like a three-quarter half pour mm-hmm. for a toast Perfect. and based on 100 people if you wanted to have bubbles for the toast mm-hmm. that would leave you um you need a roughly 16.6 bottles so roughly 17 okay. bottles it might one do 20 round up just well to i safe, would do right? two cases a case is 12 bottles oh okay so i would just get two cases of bubbles and that way Great if someone idea. wants to drink bubbles for the Instead wedding there's one. a little extra and okay. and if you have leftover wine, it's not the end of the world. Right. You, you can't, Someone will drink that. You can't take it back, by the way. Right. So you've got it for the, the rest of your year. Yeah. You can just mm-hmm. store it at your house or give it mm-hmm. away as gifts. You oh, know. Also nice. Yeah, exactly. Thank yous to the bride, the, the bridal party. Bridal party. People yeah. are helping clean up if you have that. Right. We were at a wedding. They did a very interesting toast. They didn't do bubbles, which I know you would have enjoyed bubbles. I enjoy I always bubbles. drink bubbles when possible. Right. But they did limoncello. It was a fall wedding. Uh-huh. It was uh, warm out. And it was just really a cool idea. But Bubbles, I think, traditionally the way to go. So, yeah, so that's that's what I would do for bubbles. Okay. Um, and as far as, let's get into the wine. Sure. Okay, so. You've chosen some lovely bottles. I have, and I was going to give you my tips. I guess we, I was going to do it at the end of the, the podcast. I'd written mm-hmm. my notes here. I did a lot of, I wrote stuff down, nice. a little brain dump. <laughs> um, so you're going to want to do a red and a white. Okay. Rule is, always have more white than red. Interesting. Why is that? Because people drink more white than red always, especially in the summer. Right. So if you're saying have more red than white, is that like a one-third to two-thirds? That's, or? that's the hard part. Oh. So you have to also know your guests. And I say that for two reasons. You know, I mean, and we it's all a guess. Mm-hmm. And remember, this is free wine. So if they don't get to drink their favorite, yeah. sure, you're trying your best, but it is no not your complain. job to provide them with their favorite drink. Right. When you put in your invitation your RSVP card, be sure you put, please tell me your exact favorite wine. Yes, so our bar is going to be seven Just miles long. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And no, we want to spend $1 million. Just on. remember perspective. This is free wine. This is not about the yeah. wine. It's about the celebration. And it's and about you, the exactly. bride Exactly. So don't freak out over the fact that you might not have your aunt's favorite bubbles. Right. <laughs> it's fine. Unless um, Sarah's coming, in which case you need to get that right. Probably. No, no, no. I'll bring my own. <laughs> if I'm going to be that picky, I'll bring my own. Uh, so basically, I think the rule of thumb for me is like one-third, two-thirds. One-third okay. red, two-thirds white. Okay. But it depends. Sure. You know, in the summertime, I, I've i been to weddings of 200 people and had two cases of red and none of it got drank. Wow, how about that? Because if it's 100 it degrees really outside, or there'll yeah. be like two bottles drank. So it's, okay. it's just taken mm-hmm. into consideration. Sure. Um, so time of year is a biggie. Time of year is a big deal, yeah. Oh, and the other thing I was saying, no, your guest, is the type of drinkers there are. Uh-huh. I've had many brides, and I'd have to say this, you know, especially at the time when I got married, mm-hmm. my guests are going to drink a lot. Yeah. I know my friends. Uh-huh. I know they drink heavily. Yeah. So that is... 
you have to be honest about right. that because there are some families who don't drink that much. Yeah. You know, they don't hang out with people who drink much at all. And there are some who are Irish, perhaps, or Catholics, <laughs> and they drink a ton. So you have right. to know your guests and factor all of that in because, like I said, running out is just a bummer. Does that have anything to do with what food you're serving? Would you factor well, that in as well? It all depends on the type of wedding you're having. Okay. Yes, I would. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm gonna, if you're going to have seafood, I would definitely, eh, I don't know. Yeah. If you have a sit-down dinner... You can go. The with- focus is more on the food, right? And you'll the time a majority of the time at the wedding is spent on the ta- at the table. Mm-hmm. So you got to put a little more thought into what you're serving on all levels, like your right. food, the, the plates, the silverware. If it's a buffet, not so much. Yeah. And if it's a finger food, even less. Right. As and far probably as- less wine. In finger food. Oh no, more wine. Eh, who oh, knows? Well, I mean, what's <laughs> wine on an empty stomach? <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, like finger food. I always say heavy hors d'oeuvres. Heavy hors That's what I would okay. offer when I worked in weddings. Is a heavy hors d'oeuvres, mm-hmm. buffet, sit down dinner. Those are gotcha. your your real choices you have. Now there's food trucks. Yeah, which is such a fun idea. Oh, it's so fun because there's no cleanup. It's right. awesome. So as far as pairing wines with the food, if you have a sit down dinner, then absolutely yes, hundred percent. You need to pair your wine with what you're serving. Gotcha. Buffet, yeah. You should think about it. Just think about what your options are. Yeah, exactly. And then finger foods, heavy hors d'oeuvres. Don't, I mean, when you do heavy hors d'oeuvres, there's typically many different types of fare out, Mm -hmm. and it's harder to do. Yeah. Okay. Um, So the two-thirds to one-third still rule is a good general rule. Absolutely. It's just a general rule, because I found in my career in food Mm -hmm. and event planning that people drink more white wine, especially nowadays. Mm -hmm. I think that's about all I have for my rules. I'm sure more will come up. So Mm -hmm. let's get into the wines of the week. And I've brought... Three wines, because mm-hmm. uh, back when I was starting in the, the wedding business, Oaky Chardonnay was a go-to for a, a crowd-pleaser. What you're looking ah. for are crowd-pleasers. Exactly. So Who is going to like it the most? Yes. yes. So, or patio pounders is also a way I like to put oh. it. <laughs> Where you sit on the that patio and just pound some wine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you're looking for crowd-pleasers. And back in the, you know, I'd say 10 years ago, Oaky Chardonnay ruled and and it was just an easy bet to just get something oaked, and most people will like it. Right. That is not true anymore. Oh, yeah. It is on its way out. Mm-hmm. There are people who love it. and Buy Oaky Chardonnay. I'm not a pet. I'm not, I'm not that <laughs> upset by it either, but there are plenty of people who love it. Yeah. And they'll always be able to get it, mm-hmm. but it's not as pervasive. Like if you We're not go- catering to y'all anymore. How exactly. about that? Very nice. Yeah. Um, you used to say California Chardonnay, and you instantly thought Oaky. It's not the case anymore. Oh, okay. Which is great. I yeah. love more diversity. Mm-hmm. You know, and I like a lighter white, too, right. so that's nice. Yeah. You want something that's going to please people who like a rounder white okay. and a more lean white, like a Sauvignon Blanc. Okay. So you want to find something that kind of hits in the middle. Mm-hmm. And above all, when you're looking for wine, go to a wine store and talk to a professional. Right. And they can help you find lots of stuff. Don't be shy. And 100%, I've said this a bazillion times, mm-hmm. do not be shy to say what your price point is. Right. This is. And don't be like, I'm sorry. No, it is the real world. Yeah. And a wine, a wine person who buys wine for a living understands. They know budget. They know what a budget is. <laughs> they have to budget for don't their own Don't feel bad about reality, you know? <laughs> right. I just I that that drove me so crazy when I worked in the wine store. I'm like, yeah, we're all broke. Yeah, nobody wants to spend thirty bucks on dinner wine. Hide that fact with this great. Yeah, I'm gonna make you look good. (laughs) Yeah. So we're gonna talk about the the white that I would serve. And so what I thought was a good one was, and it's funny, I went and talked to Jen King, our friend Jen King at at Seaboard Wine, Mm -hmm. and she said it. We almost said it at the same time. Chenin Blanc from South Africa. Oh, lovely. Okay. It's got a good weight, Uh and it's got enough acid that it will please most people. And so what we have here is the Indaba Chenin Blanc. 2017. Okay. 
Um, it's like I said, it's South African. I love South African wines. How much does wines. it run? Let's say the Chenin Blanc at Seaboard is eleven dollars. Mm-hmm. But normally you're getting a case discount for wines. So. Correct. Good point. You get fifteen percent off mm-hmm. most places if you buy a case. They'll give you a between ten and fifty percent off all your wine. So it's better to buy in bulk. Right. But before we taste the wine, I, I forgot something I wanted to mention. One more rule, not rule, but suggestion I have, especially if you want to save money. Like mm-hmm. if you're really into, if I'm, I paid for my own wedding. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. like my, at, at the end, my in-laws did help out a little bit, but mm-hmm. I I paid for the majority of it. Yeah. Um, and I know what it's like to cut corners. Box wine. First of all, box wine is great now. We have the box wine episode. Yeah, we which, did. Which you can go back and refer to. Uh, <laughs> Listen to that whole thing. But what's cool about serving box wine is you can serve them in beautiful dispensers. Oh, great tip, Sarah. Yeah. Because earlier I was like, if you are served, but yes, great idea. Cut them open. Put them in decanters. Or, yep. Yeah. You can have crafts on the table. Ooh, big cost saving. Big cost saving because a box of wine is roughly 20 bucks and you get four bottles. Yep. And if you go to a wine professional, I'm telling you, they're everywhere now, and there's delicious wine being Mm -hmm. served in boxes. So Mm -hmm. that's my number one. I should have started the show with that. That's my number (laughs) one tip if you are trying to save money. Box wine, buy a dispenser, get one of those for the white wine Mm -hmm. that has a core of ice to keep it cool. Right. And I even, um, my friend... Uh, my friend Jen King, when I was there buying wine for this episode, she showed me a barrel this man had made. Like this is this is going for it, you know. Yeah. You certainly don't have to go this far, but he crafted a barrel, a wine mm. barrel with sections in it and and taps. <gasps> he made his own tap. He made thing. his tap. Like you see now in some wine stores. Exactly. How about that? Yeah. Very so clever. you could so you could cut box wine and put them in there. Yeah. So oh wow. He's, you can do a lot with it. Yeah. So definitely don't discount box wines. Look for box wines and they do come in cases. So you could get the oh. you could get a discount on the box Even wine. Even on the boxes. Yeah. Boxes and boxes. It's, that is okay. the best way to buy your wine. Great. That is an excellent tip. But if you're not into that and you want to go with bottles, we're gonna try the Chenin Blanc here. Give oh, it a it smells very nice. It smells light and fruity, I yeah. think. And, but to me it does smell like it's got a little bit of it's the fruit, the weight to it. I can mm-hmm. smell it in the nose. It's mm, it's nice vanilla but lemon mm-hmm. at the same time, which is Perfect both for from wedding. both camps. Yeah, it smell. It, it really does smell festive, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. I wish you could see our spit cup. We um, should, we're going to Instagram it. We really should because it's Elsa. It's it's El- no, that's it's right. not. It's Rapunzel. Oh, it's Rapunzel. Oh, shame on me for getting <laughs> those blondes confused. <laughs> not that all Disney princesses don't look a lot alike. <laughs> Almost giant eyes, tiny tiny noses, and little tiny waists. <laughs> yeah, that's realistic. <laughs> Brought this from home, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it would have Elsa on it. Oh. He loves Elsa. I do. I love Elsa too. So I just took a sip of it, and it's very, it's it's quite acidic. Mm-hmm. But it still has it's drier than it smells, but still very pleasant. Mm-hmm. Not too dry. And I think it goes well with food. And mm-hmm. I feel like I can sip. The big thing is you want to be able to sip it without food because you end up mingling a lot of the way. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't want something that needs food. Yeah. Something that will go well with food, but doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily have to have, have it. to be paired with a heavy. So fat the fact or that this has got acid is going to mm-hmm. go well with food, but it's not so acidic that you can't sip it by itself. I love Chenin Blanc, and I love South African wines. Mm-hmm. They're really we'll, we're going to do an, a South African wine episode because it's it's. I don't think a lot of people know about that region, and it's a really cool region. Oh, cool. All right. So so my point is is that it doesn't have to be Chenin Blanc. There's mm-hmm. lots of wines that can kind of ride that line between like Chardonnay-esque mm-hmm. and Sauvignon Blanc-esque. If you want to 
and they'll be cheaper uh-huh. because a lot of times Chardonnay, because it's a known grape, they they can charge more for it. Oh, okay. And so if you go to another region, there are going to be wines that have characteristics of Chardonnay and Sauvignon Blanc that are grapes for much cheaper price points. So how would you compare a Sauvignon Blanc to a like a Pinot Grigio? They're similar. Uh, yeah. Pinot Grigio has more lemon. Mm-hmm. Sauvignon Blancs to me are more minerally. Okay. So Sauvignon Blanc is going to be like licking a rock, whereas mm-hmm. a, a Pinot Grigio is going to be a just have more cit- citrus involved. Yeah. Although this tastes so much. The reason it's I very, ask is it tastes very similar to Pinot Grigio, which, as you know, is my favorite white currant. Yeah, it depends. If you want to do a Pinot Grigio, there are some pretty affordable ones, $8 yeah. ones that will do just fine. You know what I was thinking, though? I think people see Sauvignon. But people seem to have very firm opinions about Pinot Grigio as they do with Chardonnay. Right. Because there's a bunch of Sauvignon Blanc. You get to knock those opinions away, and people aren't already mindset. You mean Chenin Blanc? I mean, yes, I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Chenin Blanc. A lot of Blancs. Then, Matt LeBlanc. Right. <laughs> Who's here in studio? <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Um, but How it's nice because I don't think people have uh, a lot of preconceived notions about it. Good point. Absolutely. Very good point. Cause, and that's like a, a tip for people who you're trying to buy a, with a gift of wine for and they're big ah. wine connoisseurs, connoisseurs with air quotes. Get them yeah. something they don't know and they don't have preconceived notions about Love it. Love it. All right, so let's move on to red. Okay. This is... My favorite bottle. Monta... I don't know how to say this. Monte Oton. Mm-hmm. It's a Spanish Grenache. I oh, love lovely. Grenache. Okay. Grenache is fruity, but it does have a, a little grip. Okay. There are a lot of people who love really dry, dry red. Well, that's mm-hmm. great, but that is not a crowd pleaser, and, you, and, and right. it needs food. You right. can't just sip on like a really heavy red for mm-hmm. four hours. You just yeah. can't. It's awful. Yeah. So if you you need to think longevity of the evening and sipability. Uh huh. What's mean, on the top? Is that a butterfly? No, it's a horse. Oh, cute. So this my one of my dear friends, Lori. Mm-hmm. She got married, and I was in charge of wine. I was known as the wine captain. She even gave me a fun captain's hat. Nice. And this is the wine I got for her wedding. Well, I do want to say also about the label of this. If you have the bottles out, if you have the kind of bar where the bottles are out, this label is festive, classy. It's Polka dots makes it sound it, childish. Yeah, it does have polka, like, but it has. It's colorful. It's very artistically done, and I think it's fun to have a festive label. I right. know that should be the smallest thing you're thinking about, but this is a fun festive label. It is a fun festive label, and let me tell you exactly what it's called. Monte Oton. Mm-hmm. It's from Spain. It's a 2015, and it's 100% Grenache. Oh, which is I think how the Spanish say Grenache. Grenache. I could mm-hmm. be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. I believe in you. Okay, thank you. Somebody, at least somebody <laughs> does. So let's give it a whiff. Oh, this also smells mm. fruity. Doesn't, Doesn't it smell this delicious, smell delicious? Don't you just yeah. want to drink it? Oh, yeah. It's so it's good. It's like if wine were a candy but not super sweet, which it is a horrible like... analogy. But... <gasps> I get I get, I get, get plum and I get, I get um, raspberry. Yeah. And um, interesting note, uh, mm. both of these wines we've talked about so far have Stelvin enclosures, not yeah. corked. Oh, that has a, actually is a point I wanted to make. Yeah. Easy opening. Oh, yeah. Fast, fast, fast. Yeah. Because like how many weddings, well... I'm not, I was going to ask you that, but there's probably mm-hmm. not that many. I've been to many weddings where I've gotten there and realized we've forgotten the wine key. Yeah. As a bartender, and you're like, oh, God. You, know, you, <laughs> you usually find one in desperation. Yeah. Someone always has them in their car. Uh-huh. But with Stubbin enclosures, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. Screw tops, by the way. That's what a Stubbin enclosure is. I'm interested to see what you think about this. It's very clean. It is grippy. It's grippier than I tend to like. But it's light. And grippy at the same time, which is a really nice balance. Yeah, and it would go really well with food. Mm-hmm. Makes you salivate a little bit. So yeah, there's, it does. there's enough acid in it that it would go well with food. 
So imagine eating like a plate full of meatballs in this. It'd go perfectly. Yeah, or a great cheese. I mean, everybody has the cheese, you know, Yeah, the, the, the charcuterie. Charcuterie. <laughs> it would be fabulous with that. Yep. So I'm drinking this glass. I'm not spitting it out. You go, girl. It's 11 o'clock on a Thursday, and <laughs> I've been up since 4 o'clock, and I just drank some Grenache. Sure. Here Gosh. comes nap time. Oh, yeah. So how much does this run us? This is the beautiful part about this wine. It's $9 a bottle. Sweet. And then, hey, brides and grooms, you put your case discount on top of that. It's like... Yeah, you're cooking with it's gas. It's eight something. Yeah, that's... Very nice. Yeah, it's very... It's it's a good price, and it's a crowd pleaser. Mm-hmm. I think most people who drink red, people who like a super grippy wine, will like this wine, super tannic wine. They will. Even your big wine drinkers will be like, oh, I like this. Yeah, it's lighter than I normally like, but I still can drink it. Right. And then people who like a lighter wine... It'll be a little more tannic than they're expecting, yep. but they can also still drink it. Exactly. Like me. Exactly. Crowd pleaser. And um, I brought in a Bubbles because you have to... Because why not? It's a great excuse for I, you to have Bubbles. I always try to bring in Bubbles. <laughs> and th- I, we've had this one on the show before. Yeah, I recognize the label. Yeah, it's uh, Dibon Cava. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about sparkling. Sparkling, you can spend some serious cash on sparkling. You know, you don't want to spend $70 unless you come from one of those families, which, good for you. Yeah. You shouldn't and even be listening. Yes, exactly. Please invite us. <laughs> we'll behave for the first half. <laughs> we'll be patio pounders. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we'll be asleep by the last hour. With bubbles, you can spend a lot of money, mm-hmm. but there's lots of other bubbles out there. Right. And some of them come across as sweet. And I was just trying to think of the one that, again, is a crowd pleaser. Mm-hmm. Prosecco, a lot of people go with that. I find it way too sweet. It is very sweet. And yeah. by the end of the night, Nobody, ugh, yeah, you don't want that. Cava. Cava mm-hmm. to me is the best crowd pleaser for mm-hmm. wine. Middle of the bu- road, right. For sparkling. And Dibon actually went up in price, much to my dismay. It used to be $10 a bottle. Now it's $11 per oh, bottle. Right. But you still get 15% off. Yeah. And I remember when we had this before. It is a very refreshing bubbly. You feel those bubbles kind of going up your nose. It's not as yeasty as a champagne. Right. Champagne is very yeasty. It's almost it's something that like takes your breath away with the minute you drink a champagne. Mm-hmm. Cava's easier than that. It's just very easy to drink, very simple, it, but it's festive at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember this. There's this nothing is really fabulous. There's nothing wrong with this, and right. everyone will like it. Uh, yeah. Because it's I not mean, too sweet. You can really get a bunch of this and yeah. not just do the toast with it, but just have it as an op- a third option. Yeah, which is why I was saying if you mm-hmm. wanted to do a 100-person wine, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be two cases? I mean, a 100-person wedding, get two cases of bubbly, you'll have a few extra because not everyone likes bubbly. Some people get headaches from them. Mm-hmm. I would <laughs> Sarah will take care of that. I will take time. care of all your bubbles. <laughs> but, you know, there are dry Proseccos if you mm-hmm. want. If you have, like, say, a Italian theme going, you can go for that. They tend to be a little more expensive, mm-hmm. but... And we will post the picture of these wines. So if you're a bride and groom and you're like, oh, this is great. I can check this on my list. Right. I'm not even going to think about it. Get me these wines. Right. You'll have that option. Right. Um, I wanted to mention two more things about things you might not be thinking about. I'm just taking care of your whole bar here. Right. <laughs> um, beer. Right. You'll save money if you get a small keg. Okay. Kegs are always cheaper. No good bottles. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, I had a craft brewer who was a friend of mine and gave mm-hmm. me it, but it was like a... I had a 120-person wedding, mm-hmm. and it was a pony keg of, or I don't know, the. it wasn't a full keg. It was the, the cylindrical uh-huh. ones, the shorter, smaller ones, mm-hmm. and I didn't run out of beer. And I wow. didn't have that much left over. Wow, okay. Because I also served- You uh, had walleye wine, yeah. Well, I had wine, and I had um, I had Pimm's Cups, which are delicious cocktails. Oh, love a Pimm's Cup. Oh, what this is- This was it? in 2008. 
and eight, and I'm uh-huh. happy to say I think I might have been the first Pimm's Cup in Raleigh at my wedding. Well, do tell. What is it? Pimm's is a type of liquor. Uh-huh. It's this herbal liquor that's very, very popular. Low, It's relatively low alcohol from oh, good. Britain. Perfect and, for wedding. And you serve it with um, ginger ale or Sprite uh-huh. with ice, and then you just do a bunch of fun uh, garnishes like Mint, strawberries, lemon. Um, oh. You can put like it's just really beautiful. Yeah. So um, if you were doing a signature drink, that would oh, be I a love great a example. Cup. And people, people always are timid at first when they have them. I was like, oh my god, this is delicious. Okay, it's so cool. good. Good. Oh, I there's so many things I want to mention. <laughs> On top of the box wines, uh-huh. you know, if you want to go for large format as well, so like a Magnum is two bottles uh-huh. per in a, in a glass bottle. They're a little cumbersome to take to to, to get there to get there and yeah. to pour from. But they will—they are cheaper than buying bottle, bottle, bottle. Okay. So I wanted to mention that as well. And above all, and I will never forget the wedding where I was planning with this couple, and they gave me their list of what they had already planned. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, I looked. I was like, "Well, you don't have any water listed. You got to get some water." Oh. And the guy was right. like, "We don't need to serve our guest water." I was like, "Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah. What are you like? He was serious are you an attorney too, taking I, care of everyone's DUI. <laughs> I know. I was like, "You got to foolish. You got to have water. So don't yeah. forget the water. Yeah. And you can do bottles. You can do you know. You can do pitchers of water. You can do a big thing. You know, a right. carafe or a dispenser. One of those decorative dispensers exactly because a a smart wine guest will have a little wine have have some water exactly have some water don't forget the water three hours is a long time to be drinking wine with no water exactly anything else freely too open Mm -hmm. bar right which by the way are my two favorite words words at a wedding open bar (laughs) open bar (laughs) um so do you have any more questions for me no, I think you've covered it beautifully. I think Thank especially you. with the uh, the decanter idea, if you're doing box wine, it sounds like we've just really taken care of uh, easing the minds of some rising. I hope grooms. so. Don't panic. It's just a party. Yeah. And at the end of the day, everyone's just there for you. Yeah. They're, that's what they're going to remember. They're not going to be like, well, I really like a big red, but I had this instead. It's, yeah, exactly. And if they <laughs> and are, maybe your mother. You maybe your mother. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Perhaps your mom. But if, if your friends are saying that, you don't invite them to your wedding. They don't right. sound like fun at all. They don't come to any more parties <laughs> after that. Until they loosen up. Well, I guess we should end it here. So this has been Wine and Dandy. Please tell everyone you know about us. Yes. And leave a review for us on iTunes. It helps people find us. Please. And I just found out you can get us everywhere you find your podcast. There's we're on Stitcher, we're everywhere. Wow. So, and we'd like to say congratulations. Exactly. Good on you. Here's to love and, and to open bars across the country <laughs> and Japan. Thanks for Cheers. listening. <laughs>